Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Today on the ZabeCast, the NFL hits major turbulence in Week 12, but how much of it is just self-inflicted nonsense? I went to a movie over the weekend, and it was great, sort of. The Mobile Strike Studio recorded a golf course confidential with the Maryland Mafia. All that, plus what's the difference between getting hit by a pickup truck? Oh, here we go! Monday, November 30th, 2020. Thank you for downloading. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. All hail Kendall Hinton. One for nine for 13 yards with two interceptions. How'd he ever complete the one? It's a miracle. You're going to be the hardest pie slice ever in a future game of super deluxe sports trivial pursuit. What what was the name of the player who started a game at quarterback for the Denver Broncos with no reps off the practice squad having been converted to a wide receiver due to COVID-19? Answer, oh, I got it. Kendall Hinton. Will Will you ever remember that name? More on that in just a minute. But first, a reminder, don't forget Sunburn Bowl 2 is on and you can join us no matter if you live in and or around Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You can get there by hook or by crook, by plane or by train from any state in the good old contiguous 48 and maybe Alaska and Hawaii. I haven't checked on that, but go to thegamemke.com. Or send me an email and I'll help you make it happen. For example, this one from my friend in Michigan, Patrick Seeley. Hi, Steve. Long-time listener, first-time caller, emailer, and of course, Friday subscriber. Thank you, thank you. I'm probably a little different than your usual listener. You see, I don't live in Washington, D.C. or in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I live in Michigan. And yes, I'm a Lions fan. They're my team. Don't at me. Oh, no, I'm not going to at you. I, I feel for you. I sympathize for you. Well, you, you fired fat Patricia and your GM over the weekend, so at least there's that. Anyhow, he says, I found you when you were on in the evenings, and I love the where you at, what you hauling bit. I listen to you on the radio.com app right now. Ding, ding. Uh, the Redskins, yes, I said it, are my girlfriend team. Yes, I deserve better 
but it's my choice in teams, I guess. Anyway, I'm seriously entertaining the idea of joining you at Sunburn Bowl 2. I don't even care that it will be a f- that it will be full of cheeseheads. Them and Michiganders are brothers from another mother. Yes, we'll get along just fine. The whole, you know, Michigan versus Wisconsin talking shit, it's all just surface stuff. You're good people, they're good people, we're good people, we're all going to get along just fine. Question though. He says, "Should I bring my girlfriend with me?" She is super cool and listens to the show with me. She loves the you are looking live segments and your COVID takes. We are both in our mid fifties. If that makes a difference. Don't want her to be part of a sausage fest though. Any other guys bringing their wives or girlfriends. I'm in either way. Cheers, Patrick Seely. Oh, bro. Bring her. (laughs) Bring her. No, absolutely. In fact, I just got done with the final cut of last year's video. I know. Of course, it takes nine months of me procrastinating and then one month of furious action to get all the clips together and put the video together just the way I want. I sent him a link to it. I I guess I need to put this somewhere. Uh, I'll put a link up to it on my Twitter feed, but also I'll put it up at zabe.com. It's probably my best video yet. It worked out really nice. It's sweet. It's a bit hokey, but hey, it's got some good action shots. Uh, And just a bunch of adults running around, unsupervised, having a great time. You're 50, but you want to be 25 again. This is your chance. Sunburn Bowl 2, the deadline to sign up comes the 1st of December. So you got like 48 hours to finally dial it in. That's enough time. But don't delay. Go to thegamemke.com. Send me an email if you need more information. And join us in Mexico, which is open for business. And doing all the sanitation and cleanliness stuff, but they're not going to make you wear a mask down by the beach, or at the pool. It's just going to be a great getaway the week after the Super Bowl. So let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, so the NFL has hit COVID madness. And, I mean, I think I said this a month ago, and I'll reiterate. We're going to see an acceleration of stupid before this is all over. Because the one thing the government and government entities cannot and will not ever do is say, we've done all we can. And the thing they will also, even more so, not ever say is, we might have been wrong. So we're at the point of the pandemic now, which I'm going to term the throw your shoe at it portion of the pandemic. The government is now throwing shoes at the virus because that's all they have left. The Niners being told you're going to have to move out of your multi-billion dollar facility and not play any home games because we have to throw our shoe at the virus in order to stop it after eight months of this. But cases are on the rise, Zabe. Uh, Yeah. I actually asked, I said, you know, none of these stories I'm reading about this actually mention what are the dimensions of this spike in Santa Clara County. And of course, I finally got somebody to send me the numbers. It's like 250 people, quote, hospitalized with the virus. Does that mean in intensive care? Does that mean that they were already in the hospital getting a hysterectomy? They tested positive once they were there. Does it mean they're in the ICU? Does it mean they're on a ventilator? No. It just means 250 people in the hospital in Santa Clara County with coronavirus. Out of a population of how many million? Oh, yeah, and of course, all the usual screaming authorities. If this trend continues, we could be overrun in our hospitals. How many times have I heard that one? We could be overrun. Hospitals never get overrun. They were barely overrun In the first wave back in April in New York City where it was hit hardest. And some would argue they technically weren't overrun anyway. They were hella busy. But that's what happens. It happens during flu season. So this is just Santa Clara County. The same county that made Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels wear a mask. During the game. Because they love to do this shit. And it frustrates me that the NFL, 
the one entity I thought that had some balls, that had some muscle, that had the ability to flex on these government nudnicks. They're being pussies about this. They're not saying anything. They're probably on their knees groveling. Can we please get an exception to this? Could you please not make a move out? Oh, no, but Santa Clara County is going to love to make a move out because they love to be able to speak truth to power. The big, powerful NFL, get out. Because we're busy stopping the pandemic by having a professional football team that tests up the wazoo like every NFL team that does not have any fans in the stands. We're going to make them move out for a month. What the fuck ever. And then I've got the Ravens outbreak, which we'll talk more about with the Maryland Mafia, one account, and his boy, Kyle, the reasonable Raven fan. You have... This Bronco game, which, so let me get this straight. Because the quarterbacks were in a room with Jeff Driscoll, who turned up positive. We don't know if he's symptomatic, by the way, because they never report on if anyone's symptomatic or not. We know everybody's torn meniscus down to the day by day. Did he practice? Did he not practice? With starters, was it full practice, half practice, walk through? No. COVID, you're like, no, he's just positive. Was he sniffling? We're not going to talk. He's positive, all right? That's bad enough. So don't even know if Driscoll was symptomatic, but he tested positive. And because the other quarterbacks had a meeting with him and because they didn't wear their masks, they were all deemed ineligible for the game on Sunday. Now, I have a question, which I, is a legit question. I don't know. I've not read this. Had they worn their masks, would they have been eligible to actually play in the game? I don't know. But it is an acceleration and an explosion of stupid before this is all said and done. And, of course, they fucked the Broncos to make an example of them. Several players said that. They could have moved the game. They didn't want to. They moved this Raven-Steeler game to Tuesday. It's as far as they can move it. Even though there's a couple more positives that popped up on Sunday night as I taped this, uh, the word was from the halftime report, The game is still scheduled to go on. And I'm like, well, no shit, because the NFL is not going to activate this 18th week. They're not going to make a bigger mess of this. The show goes on. And the Ravens, if they get screwed, they get screwed because they didn't follow protocols either. The Saints have been fined heavily as well because of it, because of their dance after the game in the locker room. No masks, whatever. Speaking of masks, I got a bit of audio. I'll play it at the end. After I'm done talking to the Maryland Mafia, listen to it if you want. Don't if you don't. It's an interesting lesson. I went to a movie theater this weekend with my lovely daughter, Catherine, and we had a blast. The movie was terrible. It was called The Croods. It was an animated feature. She had been all ginned up to see it. Was kept asking me all the time, when are the theaters going to be open? When are the theaters going to be open? And lo and behold, it was in our local theater. And I'm like, let's go. We were the only ones at the theater. Oh, you mean the only ones in the auditorium for a 7 o'clock Friday after Thanksgiving showing? No, did I say the only ones in in the auditorium? I said we were the only ones at the theater. In other words, it was us and about a staff of five and nobody else that I could see. It was surreal. It also was glorious because we were in their biggest auditorium, uh, number six at the Cobb Theater in Leesburg, Virginia, in case you're wondering. I wish, by the way, theaters would publish both maps of their theaters and the sizes and the screen sizes. Because as I went into that one, I was like, ooh, remember number six. That's the money theater. That had a massive screen. And of course, we walk in and we're the only ones in the theater. We sat in the dead middle. We took off our masks. (gasps) And we watched the movie. My daughter loved it. I thought it was a dreadful animated movie. And I see all these animated movies with my daughter who pretty much only likes to see animated movies. She loved it. I was like, oh, God. Terrible writing, terrible script, terrible everything. No wonder why they put it out now during a pandemic. Fat Man, the one with uh, Mel Gibson playing the disgruntled Santa Claus who hires a hitman to kill a kid who's been too bratty and complaining about what he got for Christmas, that's in theaters now, and I think I'm going to go back this week to watch it, probably with nobody else around. God, I hope movies come back. I do love going to them, but it was quite an experience. 
How does my voice sound before I turn it over to my interview from Friday? Better, right? Pretty solid, right? A little bit of a scratch in there. The four days off has definitely helped. My GERD is getting better. I'm trusting the medication on that I'm on, the Amaprazole, Trabampoline, Bobaprazole, Amaprazole, is working. But there's one other thing that I must admit to you, my listeners, and my part-time doctors. I forgot to mention one other thing I was doing, which was probably not a really good thing. I had been taking a leave, two a leave a day, for about a month plus. Oh, yes, bad, 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 bad. I had one doctor say to me with this dry sort of, well, it's your body kind of thing. I said, well, what's the worst that could happen? He said, well, you know, your stomach lining could disintegrate and you could start bleeding out before you even know it. And I was like, all right, I will take that into advisement. But I'd been taking it pretty much every day to alleviate some of my arthritis symptoms and my rheumatoid arthritis, my RA symptoms, and I knew it was bad but I just lost sight of how much I was taking it. And I believe just in the two days I've stopped taking a leave, an improvement. Just something to think about. So one more bad habit I need to get the hell out of. All right. On Friday, I played golf. And not terribly either. My hands hurt. My wrists hurt. But I was able to slap it around okay. You don't care about my score. I'm not here to tell you about it. But I got my boy, One Account Rhodes, the biggest Redskin fan I know passionate beyond all reason and Kyle Warfield his buddy who is a Ravens fan but he is so reasonable and level-headed I actually enjoy talking to him to find out his thoughts on what the hell's going on with the team got him in the mobile strike studio sat down we had a wonderful chat that included football life Christmas presents and more I got the Maryland Mafia in the Zabecast van right now. Johnny One Account Rhodes and Kyle Warfield, the reasonable Raven fan. Thank you. Kyle is the most reasonable Raven fan I have ever met. And you can admit that, right, Johnny? He does not get all wrapped up. Like or <laughs> you're like you're like Serenity no, now. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean he's better than most. I wouldn't hang out with him if you were. Better than some. Better than most. Yeah. Better than most. His buddy Jim. Wild, yeah. Wild, Wild Jim, Jim West. West. Yeah. They both approach their fanhood differently than most Ravens fans. Yeah. How so? In a more mature fashion. Well, well they're grown ass men who have been through the ringers of life and have kids in college, just like I do. You know? We're a little bit pessimistic as, as fans, I would think. Yeah. You're hard on your Ravens. Oh, by the way. By the way, the season is kind of unraveling right now with this COVID stuff. We're taping this after our Black Friday round of golf at Maryland National. Johnny, thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And sporting and spiffing me, by the way. Yeah, baby. Complimentary round. I appreciate it. I'm loaded. (laughs) And And Abe, you played very I played very very nicely, yes. All things considered. Made some putts, made some nice chips. But that said, um, we're, we're talking on a Friday. And who knows what, by the time Monday morning when this goes on the podcast, it's going to be like. Well, I don't know if you heard, but the Ravens game was officially moved to 8 p.m. Tuesday night now. Oh, really? That In the time since we finished and then ate our wings? Since the time you've walked out of the clubhouse. Okay. And will that stand, do you think? I think it will, because I think they'll at least have it stabilized by then to where they'll know who has it and who doesn't. What the and- fuck happened? Honestly. I, I was getting texts from a buddy going, it's a strength coach that fucked up. And someone said that Lamar said he got it while playing the game. And they're like, what the fuck does he know? So he knows which breath he took that, <laughs> that sucked it into his uh, well, nasal cavity. I don't cavity. know. Hold on now. <laughs> Before we make fun, Lamar is obviously a cerebral guy. Yeah, now you're making so fun. See, that, that's, that's, see that's right. See, that, 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 yeah. You know? Do I look that, that, like that, that, I'm that. joking? Uh, yeah, okay. That's, we get the point, Rhodesy. All right. Okay. That said, this is a debacle happening right in front of the season because they had already lost a couple games in debaculous fashion. How'd you feel about the ending of that uh, Titan game? Well, I used to have a clear cover on this phone. What happened to it? It the glass back of it is shattered. Oh, it was and a I, phone I, shattering finish. I was in Daytona Beach watching it on my uh, iPad, and when Henry broke off that run, this got thrown across the room against the wall, and the back of it is shattered. Now, I've been meaning to ask you this since you told Jim and I that. Was Luann 
your precious better she, half with you when you did that? She did witness it. Did yes. she have Ooh. any kind of maybe second thoughts about your stability? <laughs> she stayed a little bit quiet for a few moments. <laughs> with big eyes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what did I just see? That's a funny topic, Rhodes. Yeah. Man anger. Mm-hmm. How are women with man anger? They don't like to ever see it. Right. Unless it's directed outwards at a threat to the family. Some guy who was maybe chirping at your wife. They they get hot for that. Yeah, they would like that. They're like, yeah, oh, he's defending me. This guy's going to go to the wall for me. But man anger over something's not working right and I'm pissed off. Yeah. Or I smashed my finger trying to put the Christmas lights up. Mm-hmm. Or my team couldn't win a game. When they were having a ten-point lead in the fourth quarter, it's the second time they've done that. They did that. They completely dominated the Steelers three weeks ago, and and lost. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna say we completely dominated this game, but we were in position that a typical Ravens team would have finished that out. Right, and we're winning. You know. So here's my take on Lamar, just as a guy who doesn't watch every game like you do and obsess about it. He obviously has backslid a bit from last year. And when the going gets to the point where he's got to throw it into a tight little Nats asshole to win the game, he doesn't feel like he can do that. Well, I'm... Is that fair? Yeah, but he makes some great throws that shocks me from time to time. Like, wow, he made that throw on third and whatever and and got it in there. But I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, I think trading away Hayden Hurst and losing that three tight end set Right has hurt. I think the NFL has totally caught in, caught up to what they were doing. All right, so you think that the NFL has caught up to Lamar? There's been a market correction I, to the system, to Greg Roman's system. Oh, okay. And I don't think Greg Roman has adjusted as well. And I think Lamar has not reacted to all of it as well as he could have. I'm not saying he's gotten worse, but. I think it's a combination of all of those things. We A big part of our identity last year was the three tight end sets. We could run out of it. We could do a yeah. lot of different things. Now we're down to one tight end because now Nick Boyle, our physical tight end, is gone. Yeah. So our, our wide receivers don't seem to ever get separation, and then they drop balls. So... Rhodesy, what do the, the Maryland boys say? What do the Raven fans say when you're watching the game with them well, about Lamar? Actually, the more... The more complaints I've heard about your team, the Ravens, is their defensive scheme and how they over-pursue a lot. Over-blitz and get picked apart by people that know how to screen. Now, Kyle, as an example on Lamar, has gone (laughs) down here to here (laughs) to here. Drafted, hold on, drafted was just a horrible pick. Can't make a professional football throw. Okay. So well, I was wrong. I love him. Luan, his <laughs> wife would leave Kyle for Lamar, making I major I major throws to. Now again, he sucks. No, here's how I did not. I stopped way short of saying that. I said I actually have it on text right here. Combinations. He, he sucks. I have it on text that he sucks. Here's the thing. I think it needs to be looked at. He's very young. Okay, let's. Third year in the league. Let's reel it back. How long are you going to keep using that he's young thing? Mahomes in his second year won the MVP. Okay, but here's why so you did can, Lamar. That's true. Here's why you can keep doing that. And I tried to point this out last week. Now, I didn't know that this was before the Tennessee game, I believe. You were 7-3 and three, or 7-2. and two. What's your record right now? 6-4. and four. We were 5-1. and one. You were 5-1, and one, and all I heard was we were not playing well. And they're five and one. And well, was, they were right. True. Yeah. See, reasonable Raven fan. Yeah, he but wasn't. Is, but you're still. Call. What's your record? Still six and four in the playoff hunt, and there's a chance you're that, patronizing now. No, I'm not. I said okay. this before. They can. Would we like to be six and four right now? Well, sure. They still can make the playoffs. They can still turn it around, but. Much tougher division. Not, much tougher conference. Not trying to to be a. a a uh, patronizing ass? No, I'm not trying to. Uh, what's the word um, that you do to me? I'm not trying backslapping to troll, dickweed. Not trying to troll you, <laughs> but the Ravens organization is supposed to be so stable and smart. Let's see them fucking coach them up. Let's see if they can turn that shit around. 
I mean, if they've figured out Greg Roman, then make some adjustments. Well, that's the disturbing thing. He hasn't seemed to be able to do that. And Lamar hasn't proven to be two things. A big game quarterback, although... Not like Flacco. Last year Flacco was the ultimate big game hunter. He was. Um, and he hasn't been able to come from behind at all. He yeah. comes unraveled, it, it, it appears. Right. But he had a chance in that Titan game. With his legs, he got him right down a position. And then on second and third down, when it required a throw into the end zone to win it, with a field goal backstopping him, he couldn't pull the trigger on that throw, well, and they there, kicked the field goal. There was a penalty or a big loss on okay. one of those plays that, they killed that. Well, but that still, yeah. I'm talking the Mahomeses and the Aaron Rodgers. They will throw the ball into the end zone to win the game in that I situation. I agree with that. Did you see enough awareness, knowing how to read the room at that time from Lamar? Where because I remember my 13 year old, 13 year old, and I watching that, saying he doesn't look urgent enough. Like, does he is he fully aware of the moment right now? I think so. I, I think so too. I, I think it's more panic than not aware of the urgency. I, I think more panic. By the way, I guess, I guess what I, think I mean he tries is to do too much. I'm talking any... about clock. I'm talking about game management. Not oh god, I know it's urgent. I mean, I calmly I've, manage the clock. And I have not seen him horrifically mismanage the clock. I, yeah. And I would be very quick to. Yeah. You know, to jump on that. I've by the not way, seen that. By the way, do you ever guys think about what it must be like to be a quarterback in the NFL and have a bunch of fat-ass goombas like us <laughs> on the couch times a million, times 50 million, analyzing everything about them, not knowing the first fucking thing about what's right. really going on? Mm-hmm. Your boy, your ex-partner, yes, Cooley, without him and pointing out certain things. As to what's going on, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. No, it's impossible to know. Even he didn't know every time when he was doing game film breakdowns because yeah. he needed to know the call and the play. He'd say, you know, when we used to run Cowboy Tango, the slot receiver was premier. But in this new system with Scotty Turner, I'm not sure that's how they run it. Right. He would say things like that and be like, wow. So it's basically the same formation, basically the same play, mm-hmm. but they don't run premier for the slot guy. They do it for the X or the Y. And that's... That's so awesome. I mean, to see how plays develop and the anticipation that a quarterback has to have throwing it to a spot before oh, yeah. the guy's there is is beautiful. Plus, you don't know how the receivers are hitting their landmarks. Are they running seven-yard routes when they should be eight yards deep? You know, what's going on? Who do they know they can trust, they can't trust, because this guy drops everything versus, mm-hmm. you know, other stuff? Anyway, let's move off of that. Let's Let's get to the COVID thing, because apparently, I guess, one of the coaches – was not following procedures and apparently was symptomatic, walked into the facility and spread it around like wildfire. That's the word. That's, I don't know if that's confirmed, but there have been That's reports. the word, right. right. They're never going to um, admit that, right? They're never going to name the guy. Well, I think they will because I think it's a 50-50 shot of which strength and conditioning coach it is. Because <laughs> you've got two of them, right? But he's been harshly penalized, they said. He's, they've They've come down Team hard on him. internally. They internally, did? and they did that before the league has a chance to do it because he broke protocol. Evidently, he wasn't wearing his tracking device at all times like he's supposed to. Uh, he was not wearing his mask, mask right. at the facility mm. as much as he was supposed to, and then he didn't report symptoms after it became symptomatic. That's and, the big one right there. Well, I think it's all of those things, but yeah, but it's more the symptoms. Let's be honest. Damn. Yeah. I don't know how he continues with the organization with, with what he's... Wouldn't it, of course, be a, a strength coach that would do some shit like this? Come on now. It's not been Come a good on, man. for strength coaches. It could be anybody. But it would likely be the strength coach. Or Lamar. Come on, man. I could see Lamar doing this. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar lives with we're, his mom. <laughs> Johnny, you and, I, you and I are still high on fumes from the Redskins win yeah. over... The Cowboys. And I said Redskins, which I know I shouldn't. You told me on the golf course today, you said, did you listen to the pregame show or see my tweets? And I go, no and no. And I'm kind of glad I didn't. What happened? Well, so the Wolfed finally get their opportunity at a national game. Right. Which is this rare. I guess the 430 Thanksgiving game is typically the highest rated game of the year. Okay. In the Super Bowl, right? So we get to get on that game. Especially the last game of the day because the Steelers-Ravens game yeah. was kicked out. Yeah, so people, the trip to fan hadn't quite kicked in yet. Sure. 
And the pregame show and Kurt Menefee made it a point to tell all of us how offensive our team has been for 87 years. Bad, bad boys. Bad Awful, boys. mean, offensive. Brought a really proud Native American on the, the pregame show to talk about it, how they have not been part of inclusion. Um, and then somehow Kirk Menefee brought it back and brought in blackface as another topic. I don't oh, know how God. he did that, but uh, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's just... You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Sucks the wind right out of you. Of My course it does. He's waiting, he's waiting all day. You know, we get our game. We're playing right. Dallas, right? Right. And um, it's kind of like when you're watching a show and a Viagra commercial comes on with your kids. Yeah, and you got to go, oh, where's the remote? Quick, change it. Or you just kind of want to have, there's this awkward silence. That's what it was during this segment. Right. It's like, what a shame. You know, like, we did all the things that you guys kind of guilt Where's the into. plaudits? Yeah. A great, a great team and great tradition is changing for the better. We applaud the team formerly called the Redskins who are now going to be something new and leave it at that. Instead, it was a let's remind everybody how long this took right. and how bad they were. Yeah. Segway to something you talked to me on the course about. We've got someone here who feels Kyle is one who believes that that's a good name that we that maybe we should stick with that name with the Washington football team. Yeah, no, it's an absolute joke, Kyle. Are you kidding me? But we believe that the owner thinks it's a joke, and he's I, going like it's that. An fu. No, you think that Dan Snyder is going with it as an ironic fu? I think it's an fu that allows the old school Redskins fans to continue to call them Redskins amongst themselves. Wow. Well, that's an interesting take. I don't I see that. Of, There's I, millions of dollars at stake in marketing and jerseys and everything else. Yeah. By the way, have you bought any gear that says Washington Football Club? Oh, my God. No. My would fantasy you? football helmet says WTF on it. I know, yeah. No, I would not, actually. <laughs> I just I can't believe they're talking about we might keep it. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I know somebody, I won't name him, who's pretty high up in the organization who says he likes the I know name who it is. Washington. I told and, you today. And we, and, oh, well, then there's somebody else. I told you today, but don't repeat his name. I don't want to get him in trouble, but he said he actually kind of likes it. He thinks that the Red Wolves, which is what I say, look, just buy Red Wolves, put it in the basket, let's move on, let's get the logo going, and we're done with it. He's like, that sounds too cartoony, like Wiley Coyote. And I said, do you know how many people see football team like are not fans and, and ask about it and laugh and say, that's stupid. I get emails all the time. My wife, my brother, my dad. What is that? The football team. Right. So, by the way, the person I'm thinking of is not who you mentioned to me earlier. Oh, okay. But in reference to the person you mentioned to me, that's short-sighted. We have no future fan base. Let's say it is cartoony. My kids think that we are dorks. WFT? I know. I mean, how cool would it be to – what is the new Seattle hockey team? The Kraken. Yeah. I'll bet they make it cool. No, it's a cool name. But well, but the guy, the new uh, the new president of the team, I was going to say Jason Reed. Definitely not him. You have an ongoing Twitter <laughs> battle with Jason Reed, formerly the Washington Post, now hard. with ESPN. Yeah. By the way, Jason Reed wants to refuse to say, Kyle, that Terry McLaurin is a true number one wide receiver. Or maybe amongst the best in the NFL. He's leading the league in reception yards as of Friday. It'll, it'll end on Sunday when the other teams catch up. Sure, but still, yeah. I mean. And he's done that in spite of. In spite, yes. In spite of the quarterback play that He did it with Case Keenum. Case Keenum last year. Little serving of Dwayne Haskins. Did we play a third quarterback last year between those two? I can't remember. But those two guys last year and then three guys this year. The dude is the embodiment of a football player. He's he he's always open. He catches everything, and he can run past anybody. And what about the play he made to save a touchdown yes. yesterday as well? And, and when the, the interception happened, I said, "Don't worry, McLaurin's got him." 
That was 60 yards downfield. I was like, he'll catch him. And he did. I mean, I, th- but anyway, I told back Jason to- Reed when, yeah. when he says that, he's thinking like an NBA fan. Like, <sighs> everybody goo-goos and gagas over DK Metcalf. Of course, he's great. I don't have to compare the two. I wouldn't trade McLaurin for the world. I love having him. I want to clone that kid. Anyway, back to uh, Jason. Uh, who's the new Wright. team? Pre- Jason Wright, yes. Jason Wright said the Kraken nickname took three years for them to clear all the rights mm-hmm. and get it all together and blah, blah, blah. So you better hunker down for another year of the woofed buddy, which is going to kill me. That's just a lazy way of doing business. Would you prefer Washington Football Club or I would, team? I would prefer club. Yeah, I would too. So I think that's an option as well, just change it to Washington Football Club. That's among the options. But I would, I would want them to call themselves the Burgundy and Gold as their nickname, like the Browns. We would be the new Browns. The Cleveland Browns are the Browns. You know, the Burgundy and Gold scored 21 straight to defeat the Cowboys on Sunday. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It's no, hard. neither does and the football team. I don't know how you team. market it, Zabe. That's what I'm saying. The person you're talking about, a cartoony, quote-unquote, <laughs> theme could yeah, the be Red marketable. Wolves. That could be marketable. I know. Very so, marketable. I, I won't like anything that it is. The, 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 let's just move on. The death of that name is too painful. For yeah, you and me, Johnny. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want to talk Christmas toys before we're done here today. And that is, have you shopped for Christmas toys? Johnny, your kids, your sons are, are much younger. Kyle's is already a freshman in college. My youngest is a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. How's, the, how's Santa Claus doing with the toys? My kids, luckily, are not aggressive with the big list. Carson's 12. He's 13. 13. He's and 14 Reese, in one month. Reese and Grant are, are 10. 10. So yeah. they're in prime oh. Christmas toy X or PS5 has not come up. Good, because you can't get it. I know. Well, that's where I was. I've tried to buy it six times on when Walmart yes. said it would come online. And I I joined their little club thing. I put my pre-put my email, or my, not my email, but my credit card in. Yeah. My shipping address, everything, so that all I had to do was click the button. And like Wednesday night, I waited. It's coming up at 9 o'clock, and this is the third consecutive time that this happened to me. The second it turns 9 o'clock, it instantly goes to sold out. <laughs> so, there's no way anybody could have gotten it into their cart. I mean, there, there was, it wasn't even a chance. Well, to, you're, you're battling bots. Yeah, all over the country like and all over the world. Kings. But how like, do they? Do they? The bot can just instantaneously yes. snatch it. Yes, they have and, algorithms. And, yes, and uh, just like DraftKings, don't play against anybody you don't know in DraftKings. And right, Walmart Rosie? hasn't yeah. found out a, a way to <laughs> combat that. No, because they, they're fine with these bots no. buying these and then selling them on the they secondary market for. It. They can't stop. Well, what about where, where you have to click all the pictures that show a sign? <laughs> I'm not a robot. Or a, a mountain, you know, yeah. where you got to pick. Yeah, they, those got a, they got an algorithm that figures that out too. They do. I think. Actually, I can't vouch for that, but I, I would bet they do. They, the big box stores should put a limit on, you know, maximum two per purchase. No, it's it's one. You can't it's even one. get more than one. Yeah. So you, each you bot can't... is a new bot then. I yeah. Know. Yeah. And so. Anyway, so back to the your 10-year-olds. Are yeah, they all geeked yeah. up for Christmas? What do they want? I'd love to know. What a 10-year-old in 2020 right. already saturated in cell phones, tablets, mm-hmm. computers. Mm-hmm. What could they possibly want? Grant would like to play guitar. Okay. Reese is getting into the piano. Carson is sports, sports, sports. So he'll okay. ask for jerseys. All right. He likes jerseys. Replicas or authentics? Replicas. Okay. We're not, but he's Chinese not worth fakes, that much. though. He's not worth <laughs> Chinese fakes. Chinese deep fakes. What kind of, whose jersey does he want? Carson loves McLaurin. Of course. He pro- And he has one already, but he'd probably take a Chase Young jersey. Okay. Well, 99. Um, he'd probably take, let's switch sports, he'd probably take a Jalen Smith Really? Old sticks, a jersey. He likes sticks. For Maryland, basketball player. Okay. But I think where you're going here is I can't name many things non-electronic that my boys don't think about. Do you guys remember Super Toe? Super Jock, Super Toe? Ka-chunk. Loved it. Right? Do you remember slot car racers oh that worked God. for about had, 20 minutes before yeah. they broke? Yeah, yeah and you call Wait, your the dad one, What's the ones where you could change them. lanes in it, too, with a little button on yeah, the... Allegedly, you could change lanes. Yeah, no, you but could. every time it tried, it <laughs> went off track. And it would get stuck. And then all of us guys would try to get overly aggressive with high bank tracks, and it, <laughs> it just can't stay on the track. But How about a good old-fashioned Nerf football? Or a K2, better yet. A leather K2 football. Little small-sized mm-hmm. football for small hands. Oh. I have small hands. 
It's okay. Let's leave it there. <laughs> they're thick, though. Um, and I would, <laughs> and they're agile. <laughs> yeah, they're really agile. <laughs> I nerf ball. I've always been. I had been challenged to throw a spiral, so I would take the the K two is great too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did you get as kids? Do, do you remember as kids? You're like, oh, that was the best oh, toy ever. Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel. I said that on the course today. Right. Oh, I love that. How man. about Nerf rockets? Did you ever get yeah, those? Yeah. A stomp on them yeah. and go poof, straight Actually, up in the air? Zave, I was I went through a little nerd stage of actual real rockets with my dad. Like Estes model rockets? Mm-hmm. Yep. Those were fun. Yep. We yeah. built them and shot them off. They smelled real bad when you right. lit the... And whatever. literally, you could go to the biggest, widest open field you could find... It would still float two counties over. Yeah, right. <laughs> Your chances of recovering that <laughs> rocket were basically Spent nil. All that time putting it together, and then... <laughs> right? You'd glue on the little fins and everything else. Yeah. Uh, in television, okay. Most kids, cool kids, had Atari. We well, went the other way. We were the Betamax and television family. I Did think you it, get the real in television or the Sears brand of it? No, we oh, had the real. Oh, that's right. There was a knockoff <laughs> brand. Freddie Kugel, my neighbor, Freddy Kugel. had the knockoff brand that was white. It was white. <laughs> but it was, still, it was the thing. same thing. Yeah, you could play the, the same games. games they just How had, about the Mattel electric football? Beep, 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 I, I just saw yeah. a post. I had the green beep, 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 one. Beep, 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 beep. I had the green one with the smaller buttons on it that didn't click. Okay. Uh, before that, there was the like the cream or white color when then the buttons clicked every time. Um, I once had a plastic aircraft carrier that had foam airplanes that you could shoot off the carrier and they would fly. Now that's, that's anything that would fly was that's really badass. Oh yeah, like our kids don't even think about stuff like that. Yeah, and and parachutes were cool back then. That was the best part of these model rockets because then the parachute would pop. Sure, that that was always cool. To get parachutes, you could just like roll up a, a little weighted army man or something, yeah. and then three. Uh, we would go up to the porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On my buddy Donnie Regal's house, because he had a great porch with a big sloping yard. Chuck him off there. Hey, can you catch it? Hours and hours we do that That's shit. That's all it took. That's all it took. Hey, now, man, if you had a bike, I mean, did you guys make <laughs> ramps in the backyard? Of course, of course we did. did. And you got hurt, didn't you? <laughs> well, I got hurt. I went into um, at Eric Nestor's house, went down a thornbush hill there, uh, got back up. Fucking and Eric Nestor. He's a bastard. He put tobacco in one of our computer teachers' coffees. That's right. <laughs> and we both witnessed it, and nobody we said saw a word. We were in that class. and We, we saw her take a drink. Oh, my and, God. And uh, nothing happened. Next day, we come back in. <laughs> oh, hell broke loose. We were sitting there. I'll never forget that, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Somebody Is there anything you out. guys want for Christmas? Do you ever buy your shit, self-shit, and then your wife goes, Honey... It's a month before Christmas, and you're like, I work. I wanted this camera now. Yeah, I'm the spender. I get. I'm a. I like clothes. You're a clothes horse. Um, and like, you and I both. Like, if we see a golf item we want, we get right. them. I'm a golf shoe guy. I love golf shoes. Okay. Um, I would love to get a couple new cool like stitch head covers. All right. For next year. Sti- um, what stitch is that? Like the high end. Leather yeah, head leather. covers that cost $90 a piece. Yeah, that's, Why didn't we think of that idea? You know, that didn't exist 20 years ago. Yeah, I wanted to know what it cost to make each of those. Not 90 No. <laughs> I'd say you you used to be in the business. Keystone it. Cut it in half. That's right. 45 yeah. right? There you go. Well, that, <laughs> there you yeah. Pure profit keystone, otherwise. The old Billy Horney comment. Keystone <laughs> it. We're going to keystone everything. Johnny? <laughs> I love Billy Horney. How's my boy doing? I know that's a very inside thing. Yeah, not so good. It's been a while. It's been a while. He's a raven. He's a raven guy. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. I Um, remember when he used to talk about Ray Lewis's white fur coat. So funny. He was like, yep, they ditched that coat. They never found that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Full of blood. They never found that thing. The night of the incident? Yes, exactly. Um, Well, I'll give you one last children's toy. It's going to show you how comfortable I am with myself. Did you guys ever hear of Johnny West? Yeah, it was a cartoon. Yeah, so, no, that was Johnny Quest. Oh, right. I had a huge collection of Johnny West dolls, which was like G.I. Joe dolls. Cowboy. But for fashion? No. There, oh. He was a cowboy. I had, like. Johnny West. Yep. Never heard of it. I had an Indian guy. I'm sorry, a Native American guy. <laughs> 
It's all right. With his paint horse, and I had Johnny West with his leather stuff and guns. And you sure you didn't have the village people <laughs> replica you set? Said kids. I've had that only like a decade ago. The village people stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> In fact, let me show you what I've got on underneath this. <laughs> so, you know, my mom. I think she threw all that stuff out. It's kind of a shame. Would you recommend a laser rangefinder or a GPS? yardage device like a garmin rangefinder yeah why rangefinder because you can get the exact yardage to what you're looking for then you're not relying on anything you don't have else. to load as courses long, as long as you have a sight line then you know exactly how right. far it is plus you don't know how far the pin is they, they may not have updated the pins. i feel like gps guys are iron cover guys really don't be that guy <laughs> okay get a, get a laser Should yeah, you... i thought you had one a laser yeah i do Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm just asking because people will listen and go, oh, well, what do the golf guys think they should get? Nah, get the laser. Okay. All right, should I get nubby shoes or the ones with the actual spider plastic claw spikes? You're going to need the spider if there's moisture. Echo golf shoes are the best. No. Nope. Don't even start. No. What do you think is the best? I just love. You a foot joy man? No, you're I setting him up. You know, you know what he likes. G4. They okay. are the best shoes I've ever had. Okay. And now, but in your in your defense, I've never known someone that owned uh, Echoes that didn't swear they were the best they ever had. All right. I've just never owned a pair. All right. Uh, will this Ravens game get played on Tuesday night, yes or no? Uh, I would say so, you yeah. You say but so. Because the, the NFL doesn't want to fuck the schedule up any worse than it already is. Yeah. It, it, once they go to the 18-game schedule, um, or to the 18th week, then... That's as far as they can yeah. really go without shutting some things. Yeah, they've they've used it all, and they want to. They're probably going to end up going to that. But as a Ravens fan, the what I would have found amusing about all this is, <laughs> had they postponed this game for mostly the Ravens' behalf, it would have it would have screwed the Steelers because then they would have had to play us in Week 18. But it would also cost them their playoff bye because if it goes to that 18th week, <laughs> yes. then it goes to Nobody, the eight, yeah. eight right. teams, and here they are going to be undefeated. And can you imagine if they go 14 and two or 15 and one, and they they have to play a Ravens or a Browns team? Oh, they'd be in, super in the, hot. Oh, and, Steelers are already hot as it is because they had one bye week taken away by the Titans. Now you guys are going to take away another one, basically. But funny thing, we've we've been making fun, and now all of a sudden, within the last hour of development. It probably helps us. Now the Steelers play us on a short week. Us. Yes. The, the Woofed. Right. And, you know, we're going to beat the if, living snot out of if them. If the right? Woofed beats the Steelers to hang the first L on them, oh, okay. you and I and everyone else will hardly be able to contain our delusion. It's not a runaway game. I mean. I know. It's the NFL. Anybody can beat anybody. But the the, the Woofed. It's hard for me not to say Redskins. Either. I know. Um they play a uh, us. They've they've no. They've, they've been playing they've morphed, solid football. They've morphed into a physical ground and pound game management, and they can put pressure on the quarterback. And aren't in their uh, secondary number one against the pass? Yes. Um, and total defense is sixth overall, which is a lot to be said. So, they throw they throw to their backs all day every day, and nobody can guard them because they're very quick. Gibson's quick, McKissick is quick, yeah, and they just flip it to him and they get nine, ten yards. And you're like, well, that was easy. Let's keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't physical. like the pass passing ranking. I don't know where it comes from, but it's, total yards. Well, right. but no, there's more to it than Mm-mm. that. No, not in the. It's it's just t- how many yards given up okay. in the passing game. Well, is what it is. I think that receiver core will give us a lot of problems. All right, it's Black Friday. I'm yeah. going home. I got a date with the ca- couch. What's Thanks happening? for the golf. Yeah. Uh, I prefer not to say, but it's going to end up with me in a fetal position crying and then some shame, and then I'm going to take a nap, and I'm going to wake up. So it'll be good. Very good. You're going to go get supplies to go cook your late Thanksgiving dinner, right? Yep. Tomorrow's my Thanksgiving dinner. And, Kyle, what the hell are you doing? Well, my children are en route to come see me for a week nice. right now. So they'll be at my house tonight. Swing. There you go. All right, boys. Good time playing golf. Last time we play golf in 2020, yes or no? Go one month to go. I think we can get one more in. It's probably going to happen. We'll be do something stupid where the balls are bouncing off ice, but we'll play anyway. <laughs> or a, a classic. Do you uh, want to no, vow? It'll be more of a classic uh, Johnny Rhodes begging to to do a road trip. Right. Do you want to do you want to vow to play one round with stupid cold conditions? No. Nope. I hate no. it. <laughs> Just one. Nope. No. Plus, See, there's a COVID disease it. out there right now. No, that's it. We're done. I hate golf We're on done. a perfect We're day. shutting it down. Goodbye, boys. See you. See you later. We'll end on this. 
I went into Home Depot on Sunday morning and did not wear a mask. I know. I know. I am such a bad person, aren't I? Look, I didn't cough on anybody. I'm not sick. I was not... (laughs) Had the mask in my pocket. Just wanted to see. I am now believing... And of course, I felt nervous doing it. Like, oh... Oh, boy, I could get in trouble. How fucked up is that? That that is now the way we are as a society. Anyhow, had the mask in my pocket. And had I been told by anyone there, uh, I'm sorry, sir, you need to wear a mask, I would have said, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. Here it is in my pocket. And I would have put it right on, and I would have gone on my merry way shopping with my utterly useless face napkin Squarely on my cake hole. Go ahead. Send me your nastiest, most scolding emails. Please spend a lot of time on them so I can delete them in literally one nanosecond flat. When it comes to masks, there is no amount of evidence that will convince those who want to believe in these magic talismans of virtue, and of we can control this virus. There's no nothing that will convince those people. They believe in them as an article of faith. Fine. But here's a bit of audio. <clears throat> there goes my voice. Here's a bit of audio that I found interesting because it came from a guy who I think is both a dangerous idiot and also one of the foremost experts on pandemics and viruses. Dr. Michael Osterholm Uh, from Minnesota, who I saw first on the Joe Rogan podcast, or at least on the Joe Rogan Clips podcast on YouTube, a chunk of his interview, back in March when this thing was unfolding. Now, he is an expert, I'll grant you, in epidemiology and viruses, but he's a dangerous idiot in that he thinks we should go on a six-week hard national lockdown come March which is, to me, the most insane thing ever. Anyway, Dr. Michael Hosterholm in June had an interview in which he said, well, you're going to hear it, about masks. And he was not very impressed with their ability to do shit in terms of changing the scope of a pandemic. Listen if you want, click end, and don't listen if you don't want. And if you do click Stop. I'll see you tomorrow. You might want to take a listen. It's a couple minutes. It's interesting. If nothing else, take it for what it's worth. The good doctor, the dangerous idiot who's an expert in viruses. And the challenge we have is that we have increasing data that shows that this is just like flu, that there is really a lot of virus we just put out that way. Well, an N95 respirator, the kind that the tight face-fitting mask that we use in healthcare, and we have to save it for them because we're otherwise already short. Um, I ask for two different reasons. One is it's the material itself that go that you breathe through, and you breathe through this matrix material, which is actually a pore-type material that actually allows air to pass through, but it traps the virus with electrostatic charge and holds it in there, much like if you think of your Gore-Tex. You know, the rain stays out, but the perspiration gets out. Um, and that's important, but you can actually achieve some of that same filtering with cloth masks, with just plain cloth mask. The problem is it's all about the fit. You know, unless you have a tight face fit, it's kind of like fixing three of the five screen doors in your submarine. You know, it just, it, it, the air just goes in the sides. It takes the path of least resistance. So when you blow out or blow in, the air is just all there. Well, if I'm in a room full of this virus and aerosols, I, it's not the front part of the mask that's doing this job. It's the tight fake fist. And so um, I, I say if you don't have an N95, you're, you're not protected. Um, can a cloth mask or a surgical mask reduce the likelihood? Well, let's look at it from two perspectives. If it's me, trying to, I'm trying to protect myself. Um, there are some limited data that says it may reduce the risk. But let me just make a point here. If you're walking across an intersection and a semi comes along at 50 miles an hour and hits you as you're walking across, that's not good. But if you're walking across that same intersection 
and a Ford pickup comes by and hits you at 50 miles an hour, that's not good either. So merely reducing the size didn't stop the outcome from happening that both did. And so all the data we would have say at this point that that just masking of itself with a cloth mask or a surgical mask surely may reduce the number of particles you put out, big particles, or the big particles that get in, but it's the little particles that are coming along the sides that are the real problem. And so I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I would throw the kitchen sink at this thing if I thought that it would make a difference. Uh, masks are not a major issue. And by the way, in 1918, there were actually some very exhaustive studies done on masks. After that, and John Barry, the historian who we work with closely, will tell you not one of them found that they made any difference. Number two is just think about this common sense. This, this is a group of common sense people here. The area of the world where geographically we have the most high, the highest frequency of mask wearing is just a social cultural event was in China, Hubei province, China, in November and December of last year. Did that mask wearing have any impact on that emergence of that horrible, horrible uh, city on fire situation? I mean, that was one where we had virtually everyone wearing masks publicly. Didn't make a difference. And so I only say this because if you want to wear a mask, go ahead. Feel free. I worry, though, that people who are at risk of having severe disease will take that mask and now assume a level of protection that they don't really have and then put themselves in harm's way in a way that they wouldn't have otherwise. And so there's a downside to that. Finally, I just find the social political pressure. You know, today, if you don't wear a mask, oh my God, how what a bad person you are. So, you know, uh, and, and unfortunately, we've now come to make judgments, not on science, but on basically emotions. And I worry about that because this one's not kind of a big one. But what if we start saying, okay, all heavy people, we're going to do this to you because you're at risk of getting this disease more. Or all people who are of this age, we're going to do this to you because you're at higher risk. And they can say, well, you know, I'm using the same basis for making those recommendations that I made for the mass. Maybe it will help. And at some point, you just as a I'm a scientist. I'm just a poor, lowly scientist. I'm just sitting here telling you, these are the data. You know, you make a decision how you decide. And I'm telling you right now that I, I, the masking is not an issue. So there it is. I thought the analogy was a good one, which is, look, a mask might turn an 18-wheeler that's going to flatten you into a Ford F-250 going 70 miles an hour, which is also going to flatten you. It's just there's going to be fewer pieces of you with the 18-wheeler. It's still both like getting hit by a truck. But hey, wear them if you want, if you believe in them. Uh, I will wear them as long as I'm required. And as long as people in stores tell me, sir, you need to have a mask on, I will happily put one on for you anytime you want. Thanks for listening. Remember, this is not the sum total of what I talk about in sports and beyond. I've got two, two, two radio shows, 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. You can listen to that through the iHeart app as they are an iHeart product. Uh, owned by uh, good old uh, iHeartMedia. And then 3 to 6 p.m. on Team 980 in Washington, D.C., now owned by Entercom. You can listen to that show on the Radio.com app. Search for my show in both places and listen. And I thank you for that. Have yourself a great Monday night, and we will see you tomorrow. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My 
Bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My Bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now. CancerScreenQuiz.com. Dot com.